Welcome to the Christian Business Concepts with your host, Harold Milby. Christian Business Concepts is dedicated to guiding companies and business owners in becoming effective, efficient, and successful through God's Word and godly principles. Now, here's your host, Harold Milby. Have you ever stopped to wonder how you got to where you're at right now? Maybe you look at your life and think, you know, how did I wind up here? How did I wind up in this company? Or how did I wind up owning this business? Or how did I wind up successful? How did I wind up unsuccessful? How did I wind up getting this wonderful wife? You know, I, I, a lot of people think that their life is just based upon a series of happen chances or luck. But as a born-again believer, as a Christian, I don't really believe in luck. I believe that God uses situations in our lives as stepping stones. And I would like to talk to you in these next few podcasts about the stepping stones of God, because I believe God uses stepping stones to do three things. I think God uses them to prepare, to position, and to promote to the next level of God's plan for our life, the next level of God's anointing, the next level of God's power. And the one thing I do recognize in life, and regardless if you're a born-again believer or not, but I believe that God can change your complete situation in 24 hours. I believe you can go from being a failure to success in 24 hours. I believe that you can go from... uh, success to failure in 24 hours. I believe that God can use all things for your benefit. In fact, Romans chapter 8, 28, it says that all things work together for good to them who are called according to His purpose. And if you're a born-again believer, you're called. And so I believe that there are stepping stones that you have stepped on throughout your life to get you to where you're at. And maybe you don't think of them that way, but when you look back and you see the things that happened, you begin to see some of the miraculous things that God did for you. And let me just give you one example in my personal life. When I I think about the first time that I pastored as a senior pastor, that first church that I wound up at. You know, here I am, a young man, I'm in my 20s, and I'm, you know, I'd been an assistant pastor for a few years at a small church, and I believe that God at that moment in time was, you know, preparing me for uh, a senior pastorship and uh, a church that he had set apart, you know, that he wanted me and my family to be a part of. And so, you know, it's something that we began praying about. We felt like it was really, really close. At that time, I was working for a company as uh, the uh, head administration manager for this uh, company uh, here in Louisville. And we just kind of felt in our spirits that God was getting close to put us in that position. And so the, the short story is that we wound up pastoring a church in uh, Florida, in the St. Petersburg area of Florida. And how we got there was pretty miraculous. So I'm going to show you some of these stepping stones so you get an idea of what happened. So first of all, my family and I, including my sister and their family, we went on a Florida trip. And so we went down there, and we had this trip planned out. And so we go down to Florida, and 
you know, the pastor that I had sat under for years had given me the list of a few names of churches that he wanted me to call and see if I could come and, and preach at those churches. And so one of those churches I happened to call was in the Seminole area, which is near St. Pete. And I called and I said, you know, I really feel, and I had, I had felt like the Lord said, call this particular pastor. And he told me on the phone, he said, you know, what's funny is I had just been speaking to the Lord in prayer and said, God, please send somebody to me that has a word for our church, that has a message that we need to hear. And he said, it wasn't 30 minutes ago that I prayed that prayer. So I don't think it's an accident that you called me today. So I went down there and uh, and preached uh, for him on a Sunday morning. My sister and their family became close to their 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 uh, the pastor and his family, and they had a great time while we were down there. And a few months later, they went on vacation, and so they happened to go on vacation down there and uh, spend a lot more time with that family again. And it just so happened there was somebody he knew in his church that had a business and they needed a mechanic, and my brother-in-law was a mechanic. They offered them a position, and so very soon after that, they moved down to Florida. And so here they were. They, they moved down there and, and set up their home, and, and their family was there and all their kids and everything. And so uh, they were going to that church as well, and they started work. David started working for that man that was in the church that had the business. And so, you know, that went on for a few months, and I'm still praying. My wife and I are still praying about, Lord, where is this church at? What, what are we supposed to do? Where are we going to be? Where is it at? Lord, give me, a, give me a, you know, speak to my heart and let me know what I need to do next. And, and so uh, as my sister and them are down there, they begin sharing what God's doing in our life with their pastor. And he said, you know, I think I know where your brother's supposed to be pastoring at. I have a friend of mine that's on the board of a church here locally that they their pastor just left to start another church, and they're without a pastor. And so they're looking for someone, and uh, I think your brother is their next pastor. And so anyway, my sister called and shared that with me, and I phoned the board member that he spoke about and told them you know what I felt in my heart what God was doing in my life and I said I don't know if I need to be your next pastor or not I said but I'd like to come down there and meet with you and and uh, and and you know and, and speak to the congregation a little bit and uh, and then you guys pray about it and let's find out if this is what God wants for our lives and so anyway I go down there I wind up you know, showing up, and I, I wind up ministering to them and, and sharing God's Word that I felt like was timely for them at the moment. Uh, and so I did that. In fact, I remember the message. I, I was preaching on vision, and I shared with them that, that I wouldn't be there to replace their, you know, their, their founding pastor. I was going to be a, a new pastor for them, but I wasn't trying to take his place. And those words resonated with some of the, you know, board members. Uh, especially when I said I'm not there to take the pastor's place. And so they prayed about it as, as we did, and we both felt that way. And I wound up pastoring there. That was my first church as a senior pastor. And so while I was there, I began to look back, and I started thinking about all the different things that had to take place, all of the th different things that had to happen over that period of time. You know, if, if I hadn't went on vacation— uh, it, it, it wouldn't have happened because then my sister and them wouldn't have met the family, uh, the pastor and his family of the church that I went and preached to. If I hadn't have been with my pastor, if I hadn't have sat under him, if he hadn't have been my mentor, 
then I wouldn't have known about this pastor. I would have never even called him. If I hadn't have been praying and the Lord speak to me and say, call this man, this is where I want you to go minister while you're on vacation, uh, then I would have never went down there. My sister and their family would have never met them. And then, of course, they would have never known about the business owner that needed a mechanic. They would have never moved down there. They would have never shared the story about me and my family and what God was doing in our lives. They would have never shared with my sister about the uh, the church that was looking for a pastor. And so none of that would have ever happened. And I don't believe that any of that was accidental. I believe that God used every one of those situations that took place, not as luck, but as a stepping stone. Because God knew what he wanted me to do. He knew where he wanted my family to be. And so he placed us there. But he used a lot of people in situations to get us to that point. And I truly believe that God uses those types of things in our lives. And when you look back and you really begin to have a tender heart towards God and what he's doing in your life, you'll begin to see a lot of those uh, moments where God uses stepping stones. I mean, even today in my life, at the age that I am, uh, currently I'm 60 years old, And so, you know, I'm not in ministry anymore. I've been out of ministry for about 20 years, and I've been in the business world. But I'd always had this desire to be in the business world. I'd always be in there. You know, this ministry, uh, Christian Business Concepts, you know, is a ministry that is dedicated to guiding companies to becoming effective and efficient and successful through God's Word and godly principles. Well, a lot of that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't have pastored, and a lot of it wouldn't have happened if I hadn't been in business and gotten involved in business. So though I'm not an owner of the business, uh, I'm on the executive team of a, of a fairly large company, and, and so that has given me other experience as well to be a part of this ministry and what God's doing at this time. And so I believe that these stepping stones that God uses for us, I, I think that first of all, Let's realize that God is limitless. There's no limit to God. There's nothing that he can't do. There's nothing that he can't prepare for us. There's nothing that he can't provide for us. There's nothing that he can't prepare for us. He is unlimited. And I also believe that that means that not all things that happen in our life are good. But God uses those particular situations and circumstances for our good. Why? Because he's an unlimited God, and God doesn't waste anything. That's one of the things that I truly believe, is that God doesn't waste anything. When you you look at the life of Jesus, and you see some of the miracles that he did, he, he didn't waste anything. He didn't waste the water when he turned it into wine. He didn't, he didn't waste the, the, the three small fishes that the boy had to feed the multitudes. He didn't waste anything. There was nothing that was wasted. God doesn't waste your, the, the bad things that happen in your life. He'll use those to benefit you if you will allow them to. One of the things that we have to realize is this, and, and you'll hear me share a lot of things through, through these, through these uh, podcasts. Uh, I call them wisdom seeds. Now, what do you do with a seed? You plant it, it grows, and you have a harvest. And so I believe that a lot of the things that we'll see in God's Word are seeds for a harvest. If we plant it, if we'll operate with those things in mind, then we'll see a great blessing come out of our, our come into our lives. But the one thing I do know, and this is a, a, a wisdom seed, is that preparation 
precedes blessings. I believe before you're blessed, God prepares you. I think we can see that throughout the Word of God, that God will prepare us first, and then He'll bring the blessing. He did that with with Abraham. He did it with Moses. He did it with Paul. And we'll talk about some of these in more detail. But there was a lot of things through Genesis all the way through Revelation where we can see where God uses preparation before He blesses people. You know, when you stop and think and you look into God's Word, you look, for example, in 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 3. You know, the, the woman that needed money, and Jesus told him, he said, you go and get a bunch of vessels, go get a bunch of vases, go get a bunch of pots, go get a bunch of anything that you can contain uh, oil in. And all she had was a little bit of oil. Now, that, God didn't bring the miracle until she was prepared. And the way that she was prepared is she went out and she got all of these vessels to pour the oil into. And until the very last vessel was full, what little bit of oil that she had never, ever disappeared. It never uh, you know, came to an end until there was the end of the vessels. And so God always will have us prepare, be prepared before the blessing comes. Uh, when you think about Isaiah chapter 40 in verse 3, it, it, it's talking about Jesus and his coming. And he's prophetically speaking hundreds of years before the Messiah came. But in that passage, he talks about that there's no Messiah until there was a way prepared. And when John the Baptist talked, he said, I'm not the Messiah, but I'm the one that goes before him to prepare the way. So the blessing of the Messiah didn't come until it was prepared, until preparation happened. The preparation preceded the blessing. When you look at Hosea chapter 10, verse 12, it talks about there's no harvest until the ground was broken up. You know, in 2 Kings chapter 3, verses 16 through 17, it talks about there's no water until the ditches were going to be dug. When God does a miracle, he uses us and prepares us before the miracle comes. You know, they could have, God could have poured the water down. That was not a problem. God could have done that. But he wanted them to be prepared, and he wanted them to do something to be prepared. And in this case, they had to dig the ditches. You know, when, when Jesus talked to Peter, he said, I'm going to make you a fisher of men. Now think about that for a moment. Why did he use that analogy? Because for the very simple fact that Peter was a fisherman. God was showing Peter, even at that time, that being a fisherman, his profession was a stepping stone to the next level that God was going to take him to, the next position that God was going to put him into. And if you own a business, there's a lot of things that take place that are stepping stones that you have to begin to clearly recognize and pray that God reveals to you. Because these stepping stones are important. So how does God prepare us? You know, how does he use preparation? Well, let's look at a few things here. First of all, he uses experience. So our experiences in life, whether it's failures, whether it's victories, if it's difficulties or disappointments or miracles, it doesn't really matter. God uses our experience in life to prepare us. He has used the experience in your life to build the business that you have. Or 
is using that experience to help you prepare for the business that you're going to start or the business that you're going to be a part of or the business that you're going to be on the executive team, management team. God is using your experience as stepping stones. Next thing, he uses our environment. He uses where you live. He uses your family. He uses your associations. He uses your culture. He uses your occupation. Uh, he uses your, your socioeconomic background. Uh, he uses your employment, whether it be good, whether it be bad. Uh, I've worked for some really good people before, and I've worked for some people that are horrible people to work for. But I can look back and honestly tell you that I've learned th- things through both of those people, through both of those types of owners of companies. Uh, I've, I've learned through bad. I've learned through good. But the good thing is, is that God uses all of that to my benefit. So the next thing, he, he uses your enlightenment. So first of all, he uses your experience. He uses your environment, and now he uses your enlightenment. Now, what do you mean by that, Harold? What do you mean by enlightenment? I'm talking about God's Word as you as you read his Word, and if you do not read his Word, you should, um, because there's so much in there for you to benefit by. It will feed you. It's like meat. And so God uses his Word. He uses his Spirit to speak to you. God's Word says that his Spirit... That he is that that it, that is the spirit of truth, and that it would lead us and guide us into all truth. So his Holy Spirit is there to lead us and guide us. That's part of that enlightenment, and God uses that enlightenment to prepare us. His gifts that He puts in us, you know, as a business owner, maybe you have that gift of administration. A lot of business owners do. A lot of Christian business owners have that gift of administration. But you may have other gifts as well that God's using, that he wants to use in where God's taking you next. So he uses those things as stepping stones. Then the next thing is, you. let's go back and look at the first three, experience, environment, enlightenment, and then God uses your education. Whether it be through training whether it be through self-training, through books that you've read, through podcasts that you listen to, um, tapes and CDs and DVDs. He uses those things. He uses uh, revelation. Uh, God may share with you very specific things about yourself or, or something very specific in your life, and that's there to, to, to prepare you for what God's going to do next. He uses whoever's mentored you. I thank God for the mentors that I've had in my life, good and bad. I thank God for those people because they've mentored me. They've taught me. They've brought things you know, to me to, to help me. And so those have been great things for me in my life. So God uses those four areas of our life to prepare us. And we just need to understand that we are going to have some of those bad things that God will use to prepare us. There, there's going to be some of those things that are going to happen. You know, I love Proverbs. And one of the things that I like to do, you know, Proverbs, you know, has a chapter, you know, for every day of the month. And so each day I like to read a chapter that corresponds to that particular day of the month. And there's so much wisdom and so much knowledge 
in Proverbs, throughout the whole Word of God. But but Proverbs especially kind of focuses on wisdom. It talks about wisdom and talks about how wonderful it is. It even talks about the fact that make sure you get wisdom above all things. Get wisdom. And in Proverbs chapter 24 and 16, it says, For a just man falls seven times and arises again. So let me just be encouraging here a little bit. If you've been through a rough spot, maybe you failed in business. You know, Colonel Sanders bankrupted business time and again. You know, Kentucky uh, or, or Kentucky Fried Chicken was not his first business. He failed in other businesses. But yet, he became successful. He is a great example, and, and I happened to get to meet Harlan Sanders before he passed. And one of the things that he really believed in was this passage, that if you fall seven times, you just get back up and you keep trying. You know, you don't give up. You don't quit. And, and so I know that maybe some of you have been through some bad things, but God wants to grow you. He wants to prepare you. He wants you to take you to another level. So I just want you to keep that in mind. You know, 2 Corinthians talks about in, in verse uh, chapter 3, verse 18, it talks about going from glory to glory. Again, it's just telling us through God's Word that He wants us to be in a place to where we grow, to where we go from one stepping stone to another stepping stone to another stepping stone. He doesn't want us to stay in the same place. He wants us to continue uh, to move forward. Uh, you know, God wants to profit us. You know, he wants us uh, to be profited by the things that happen in our lives, by the things that we learn, by the things that we do. God wants us to profit in those things. You know, I'm thinking of a passage in Isaiah uh, chapter 40, um, I think it's 48, and I'm just going to take my Bible here and I'm going to go there and put my eyes on this passage uh, it's Isaiah chapter 48 and verse 17. It says, Thus saith the Lord thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord thy God, which teaches thee to profit, which leads thee by the way that thou shouldest go. So he is the God that teaches us to profit. In my notes here, I've, I've kind of wrote some notes in my Bible, and, and I encourage you if, you, if you have your Bible and you have a Bible, write notes in there. There's nothing wrong with that. But I had in there that it comes from a Hebrew word, ya'el, and the root meaning to that is to ascend. So in other words, it is to go higher, to reach another level, to move to the next level. So it's God that teaches us how to go to the next level, to go, like 2 Corinthians says, from glory to glory. Uh, you know, in, in Psalms 92 and 12, he says, the righteous shall flourish like the palm. It'll grow like a cedar in Lebanon. In 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2, it says, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that you may grow thereby, that you may grow, you may increase you know, in Luke chapter 2, it talks about Jesus, and it says, Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. What a great example for God's people. What a great example for a business owner to recognize or, or somebody that's involved in business in any way. It could be your employer. Maybe you're employed. Maybe you're on an executive team. Uh, maybe you're on a management team. But for any believer, what a great example to increase in wisdom and stature and in favor with God 
and in favor with man. So I think those are great things to recognize and to understand. Um, you know, I, I, I like what Romans 1.17 says. It says, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. In the Amplified Version, it says, it's disclosed through the way of faith that arouses to more faith. So in other words, the, the faith that you have now can help you get to a higher level of faith. And then that level of faith can help you get higher to another level of faith. Again, this is all in preparation. It's all about these stepping stones that God has. See, God likes to position us in, in ways that prepare us and put us in a position to receive either a blessing or that next level of the anointing that he has for our life. Everything, everything that happens, everything that we experience, everything that we go through, the people that we meet, the people we associate with, the people that we are involved in is a talent. Everything that comes into your life through, again, through your experience, through your education, through your environment, all of these things, all of these things that come into your life that way, they are talents, and you are responsible. You are responsible as a steward. You know, we know that story in Luke chapter 19 about the three stewards that, that he gives them money and he gives them talents. He calls it talents in the King James. Um, but one of the things that he says and he speaks to them, he says, occupy until I come. Well, when you work up, look up that word occupy, it means to do business. That's why he was upset with the one steward who just buried the money and didn't do anything with it. He said, well, why didn't you just, you know, put it to, you know, put it in the bank so it could draw interest? You didn't even do that. So he didn't work. He didn't occupy. And so that word occupy, it means to do business. It means to, to work. So what you want to do is take all of these things that your experiences, your environment, your education, it, your, your enlightenment that God has brought into your life. You want to use all of those things. And you have those things work for you instead of you working for it, right? Because God is putting you in a position. God may be putting you, getting ready to put you in a position to start a business. And there's a purpose for that. There's a reason for that. Uh, there's a reason that God wants Christian business owners. I believe, it, you know, in the next 10 years, Christian business owners are going to have a huge impact in the world in which we live, whether it be in the United States, whether it be in other countries. I'm a big proponent of microloans that go out to third world countries and to people who can't get the money to start a business in, in other countries that uh, that God's uh, placing upon their heart to do. And so, you know, I like to support that. I like to be a part of that. But I believe that God wants to see more and more Christian business people and Christian business owners. And, you know, there's a difference between owning a business and being a Christian and having a Christian business. There's two different things there. Thank you for tuning into this week's Christian Business Concepts podcast. Go to ChristianBusinessConcepts.com for more information and resources. Be sure to check out other podcasts that will help you take your business and your personal life to a whole new level of success.